Joining me now is our business analyst, Paul Martin. All right, Paul, we've got some numbers today on inflation and population, but let's start with population because we got some pretty good numbers for the province of Saskatchewan. Yeah, we did. And we get these every quarter. Stats Canada's an estimate. I mean, we don't get official numbers till a census comes out. But every quarter they update. Uh, and so this is to the end of Q3. And, uh, you know, we're continuing to grow here. Uh, we've added somewhere in the neighborhood of between nine and 10,000 people. So that's, uh, you know, a sizable number. And uh, we just continue to add these numbers up as, uh, as the population grows. So it's, uh, it's, you know, it's important, too, because... Uh, if you look at things like service levels for airlines, uh, you know, we're losing those kinds of services or they're being, you know, watered down. And that really, to me, is a function of population. If we had another million people, airlines wouldn't be saying, well, we're going to discontinue service between Saskatchewan and Alberta, for example. Uh, you know, and, and the flip side of this is when you look at the growth, we've added, say, 20% population in the last 15, 20 years in the province. Uh, that's put a lot of stress and pressure on things like school system. Uh, we hear a lot about the health system. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it, it, it is a two-sided coin here. One is that we preserve and protect services. We get better levels of services. We get different kinds of stores coming in with the bigger population. So it's great for retail. But the flip side is uh, a lot more pressure gets put on the public sector to keep up the infrastructure growth to uh, really to kind of, you know, go in lockstep with that population growth. You have to improve highways. You have to, you know, add more subdivisions in uh, in a city, for example, or uh, the healthcare one's probably the one that gets the most attention these days, uh, because uh, you've got, for example, the, the, the story at St. Paul's Hospital in Saskatoon, where we're infringing on the, uh, the fire code and that kind of stuff. And if you look, we've added 20% of the population over the last 20 years, but not a single tertiary care hospital bed. So no doubt something that's got to be factored into consideration at the provincial level. Business analyst Paul Martin is with us on this Tuesday afternoon, kind of the double-edged sword of population growth. Okay, Paul, turning our sights to inflation, Canada's inflation rate holding steady at 3.1%. Was that a surprise for you? No, not really. I mean, uh, you know, we're really getting indicators from all of the observers, that's the economists and these guys who professionally watch this stuff, that the higher interest rates are starting to bite. And uh, the slowdown is happening principally in, uh, in you know, the big population areas, Toronto, Vancouver, and that's driven by real estate. But underlying this, uh, food prices continue to go up, not as fast, but they're going up. But listen, it's winter, right? We import a lot of fresh fruit and vegetables in the wintertime, so it's bound to go up a little bit on the grocery front. But uh, inflation is being tamed, and now you're starting to talk about, um, you're starting to hear pretty frequent conversation from economists that starting sometime in the new year, and that's only a couple of weeks away, uh, we're going to start to see interest rates fall. Uh, many of them are predicting yeah, two, three, four cuts. Probably three is the one with the most consensus. None of them very big, but at uh, this time a year from now, we might be at three and a half percent on the uh, bank rate, uh, the benchmark bank rate, which currently is sitting at five. So you could start to see, you know, that we've hit the peak and interest rates might start to move down next year. And that will help inflation too. Business analyst Paul Martin joining us on this Tuesday afternoon.